0: Welcome to the Keys and Anklets podcast. In today's episode, we're actually going to be doing an interview. I'm going to be interviewing Miss P. She is the wife of a a cuckold couple. Um, I've known them for several years, great people, and I'm going to talk to her today. And she's going to answer a few questions, you know, give us some insight into what their particular dynamic is about. And hopefully some some of you who are listening can get some insight and some, you know, learn something, be entertained by it and, you know, find it an all around enjoyable experience. Thank you and enjoy. Okay. I want to welcome everybody to the, uh. Another installment of the Keys and Anklets podcast. I have a little treat for you today. Uh, today is my first interview, so I'm I'm very excited to do this. I'm very excited to be to be bringing this to you. Um, I have here with me today. Well, actually I, I'm at I'm at their house. I have the lovely Miss P. She is actually the female half of the couple where I host my cuckold party. We actually have a party this evening, so you may hear some things. Uh, going on in the background, so, you know, please excuse that, but we are setting up for a party. I just really wanted to bring this interview to you. So, Mrs. P, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Well, she's here. She's sitting on the couch looking very delicious. Too bad this is audio only, so you can't, you know, see what she's rocking (laughs) for this party tonight. She's got the girls all out (laughs) and everything. So um, we just going to talk to her a little bit, you know, give everybody... An opportunity to listen to somebody who is actually living, you know, this wonderful lifestyle. So I'm just going to pose a couple questions to her and kind of give her the floor and let her express herself. So you ready to do this? I'm ready. How long have you been a part of a a cuckold couple?
1: Um, Well, that might be about three years. We really started with uh, looking into the swing lifestyle Mm -hmm. and that didn't quite fit us. So we ended up in the cuckold lifestyle, which were perfectly suited for and that was about 3 years now about a year after we got married our second marriage
0: okay so if you don't cuz i'm sure people are kind of be uh, are going to be kind of curious what is it that didn't work for you in swinging that works for you in the cuckold lifestyle
1: it was difficult to find two people that we both enjoyed being with okay. so he might have been attracted to her and i wasn't attracted to to the man and vice versa so it just it didn't always feel right, and it always ended up being more that I wasn't into the guy, and it just made it it made it difficult. I didn't feel comfortable with it at all.
0: Okay, Yeah. that's that's actually something that I've 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 heard other couples experience. Like I always say, it's it's hard to get four people on the same page. Exactly. You know, so that's something that I can I can definitely understand. Do you remember the first time you ever even heard the word holding? Like when you discovered that, you know, wow, this is actually a lifestyle, like this is something that is an option for us?
1: (laughs) Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. because, like I said, we started out with the swing lifestyle and I just, I never knew that this existed, the cuckold lifestyle. And then we saw it on TV Mm-hmm. and it was called you know i won't say the word on here i don't know if you curse on your No show. no no, no. It it's like fuck my wife please and i was like what People now was that a porn that? video or... no it was like some sort of series i i want to say hbo and we watched this and we were like that's that's odd that's interesting but i was like okay i could see where that would work and my husband thought it was interesting too so we were like all right well maybe we'll try that out and see since it always revolves around the woman anyway. If the woman is happy, if the woman has the attraction, then...
0: Well, you know what they say, a happy wife is a happy life. Absolutely. So, (laughs) you know, as long as that's in play. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, um, since you've been doing it, and for as long as you've been doing it, how would you say it has changed your marriage? Like, how how has it affected it?
1: I find that I love my husband even more, which is a weird thing to have accepted that feeling Mm -hmm. because I'd be with somebody else, but in the end, they're always a stranger. And like most people I've slept with strangers in the past before we were married, you know, the younger days. And you know how that is. It's like, yeah, it was fun. Okay. But at the end of the experience, all I want to do is be with him. You know, it's like, it makes me realize, well, this guy, it's just a side thing. I really want to be with him. So it's like, I felt a stronger bond to my husband and he feels the same way. It's, it's a very strange thing, very strange feeling to have.
0: <laughs> okay, so through, you know, your 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 time in this, what was what would you say is something that like a benefit that was unexpected, like something that happened that you're appreciative of, but was totally unexpected?
1: My husband ended up having some prostate issues.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like I said, we'd just been married. And I that could really break apart a marriage. Yeah, and absolutely. It's like, I, I accepted it, uh, especially because this is our second marriage, we're older and everything. So it's not like we were like 20 years old, always going at it. So it like, it made me appreciate him even more. But then when the cuckolding thing came about, it's like, I was able to satisfy my sexual needs, mm. which I don't know if we didn't have that. Like, we have a great sex life. He's a great lover, despite everything, but it gives me the opportunity to be sexual to have really great sex, enjoy it and not feel guilty about it. I'm not cheating on him. He enjoys it. Mm-hmm. So that was a benefit that, you know, in the beginning, when we realized he had some issues, that could have really, that could be something that, that is something that breaks marriages. Yeah. No, and absolutely. we didn't have to go through that. So that this was a benefit to us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, one of the things that 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 I've learned is when when couples are just getting into this there are certain aspects that certain people struggle with um like one of the things that i've noticed is you know you have couples out there who enjoy the humiliation aspect of of cuckolding mm-hmm. and i find that i've encountered wives who you know that's a tough thing for them to to kind of get Absolutely. into because <laughs> You know, this is their sweetheart. You know, this is the love of their life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I don't, I don't want to be mean to him. Outright,
1: I, I can't stand it because I get defensive. I'm like, that's, like you said before, that's my man. Don't speak to my man that way. Right. You know, like if the, the bull would say something, I'll, you know, talk about his size. I'm like, hey, I, I, I get defensive like that. So mm-hmm. I never, ever like that. So that's taken a long time to get used to. But because I don't like it, I, I know that it bothers him if I don't like it. So there's not as much of that humiliation. Like I still don't like to hear them talk down to him,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: you know, you want to talk about, you know, come over here, pay, pay attention to what I'm saying, him ordering uh, my husband around. Okay. I can tolerate that. I just, I still can't quite yes, get it.
0: It still makes you cringe. It,
1: it does. I just, I just don't like it. Even yeah, I mean, in I've... text, like group text. if yeah. he'd be saying something, I was like, I, I just don't. And then because it's a turnoff to me, then I don't want to even be with the guy. So right. then it ruins the entire
0: thing, <laughs> you know? It just, it's just, it's, just a, it's just a mood killer.
1: It, it is, because, you know, like you said, you can act it out, but then what's the point? Then it's no fun, and he'll know that I'm not enjoying it. So it kind of ruins the whole mood. There's some of the humiliation that still goes on, but not to that extent.
0: Being that we have uh, a lot of people who are thinking about getting into this lifestyle, like, what are you, like, give us a horror story. A horror story yeah, like like we all have our horror stories like oh man this happened one time and <laughs> like I didn't okay. know it could get that bad but we we all have them and I think that it, it could help people to know that that life goes on like yeah. you can't like no matter how bad a night or an experience is you can recover from it and and still move on so that's why I kind of want you to talk about it. it's not necessarily to expose a, a darker side mm-hmm. you know, of the lifestyle, but just to show people that, you know what, these things happen. Yeah. Just like, you know, you might have a bad day at work. It doesn't mean that you have a right, terrible right. job. It's just sometimes you have a bad day. So if you wouldn't mind just kind of sharing with our listeners, you know, one of those nights where you get home, like, wow, that was, that was fucked up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, luckily I haven't had any major horror stories, but something that, that happened a few times is that like i was saying before i it was somebody i was not attracted to and i let it happen and i just i just didn't enjoy it i felt i felt humiliated Mm -hmm. i felt like i let it happen even though i didn't want it to so it's uh it was a, a struggle for me and I just, I felt disgusted afterwards. Really? <laughs> I did. I just felt kind of gross. I was like, you know, that feeling, and I know women will understand, like, you know, you, you, you sleep with somebody you really didn't want to, and you feel like, oh, God, I shouldn't have done that. And that's what I <laughs> felt like. And because I'm a grown-ass woman now, that annoyed me. I was like, I can't let that happen. And so the whole cuckolding thing evolved where I was like, I have to feel comfortable with the person. And I realized that I was sometimes being a little too picky but I wanted the experience for myself and my husband to be a good one. Mm-hmm. No faking, no feeling disgusted. Just at the end of the night when it's him and I, we can be like, damn, we had a good time, baby. Oh, my God, that was so much fun. You know, <laughs> he was so damn good. Was, oh, I enjoyed it so much when you were doing this. And that. That's what it ends up being the most about is at the end of the day when you and your man can sit back and say, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. How are you? You OK? I'm OK. All right. Then there's no issue. And it was a
0: good experience. You got to do what feels right. Absolutely. You. you know, like, don't... Don't ever feel pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah. You know, it's not about feeling, you know, obligated. You know, it's it's almost like with our parties, you know, the name of our parties, you know, we call them She Comes First. <laughs> and, you know, the reason why we have that name is to kind of drive home the fact that in this lifestyle, it's, it's all about her. Like, her needs it supersede... Is. Her husband's needs, her needs supersede, you know, the bull's needs.
1: Yeah, it's all about know, the woman. And,
0: you know, you can look at, you know, she comes first from a sexual context or mm-hmm. just in, in general context where her needs come first. Now, one of the things that I've said in in past episodes, and I'm, I'm going to address it again, is it's really important to stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of the metaphors that I use to kind of equate it is... And I don't, I don't take credit for this because I, I didn't come up with this. I read it somewhere, but being the, you know, the closet geek that I am, it really <laughs> resonated with me. And they kind of made a comparison to Star Wars. You know, in Star Wars, you have your main character, say, for example, Princess Leia. And then you have someone who is also a main character, maybe not on her level, but like a Han Solo. Whereas a bull, we're more like a Darth Vader in the sense that compared to the stars, we have very little screen time. But just because you have a little bit of screen time doesn't mean that you cannot make the most of the time that you're on screen. Right. You know, It doesn't mean that you cannot still be impactful to the picture, but understanding that you're not the star. Right. And I seem to see dynamics where you know, you have the bull trying to overstep his bounds, so to speak, trying to be the star when he's not the star. Mm-hmm. Would you say that that's something that you've encountered in your travels where you've dealt with guys where they may veer out of their lanes and you've either had to either check them and put them back in their lane or just tell them to take the next exit? Like, okay, you, you, like, is that something that you've encountered?
1: Um, yeah, in in the sense of a bull trying to become too intimate on a level of even beyond a friendship. You know, it's, it's difficult to draw that line. I mean, this is a person you see once in a while, like you said, he's not the main character. (laughs) So he, you might see him once in a while, but it's like, I'm not looking to have a true boyfriend. I have a life. I have a husband, I have family, and this is a lot of fun. We can enjoy it together, but it's not going to go any further. And sometimes as a woman, you know, it, it's like it's us that have to put that foot down when it mm. is. And I'm never there have been a couple of times I haven't been sure if that's what the person wanted, but it made me a little uncomfortable. So I'd I like to keep that barrier. I like to there's no phone calls. So you can text once in a while, but it's not gonna be an ongoing thing when right. I'm at dinner with my family. You know, it's like I just let's keep it what it is. And it's it's a weird feeling. Again, I I know women will understand what I'm talking about, where you have to be the one who says, okay, well, this is where we're at and that's it.
0: It's funny that you that you bring that up because you know, I know I've, I've said this in the past. I can't remember if I addressed it in a, in a podcast or not. But I know for me personally, whenever I deal with a couple, like I spend 80% of my time talking to the husband. Yeah. And one of the things that's kind of interesting about it is as a bull, you can get to the point where you're almost talking to the wife too much. Mm
2: -hmm. And what I mean
0: by that is, it gets to the point where she's like, okay, when are you coming over? Like, you've talked me to death. Yeah, I want you, you want me, like, we need to make this happen. Mm -hmm. Like, where it's almost like you start to tune him out, Mm -hmm. especially if it's a situation where you're going, you know, a long time between seeing each other. It's almost like, you know, a simple message during the day is fine, but like, I don't want to talk to you every day just right, because it, right. it, it frustrates me. Whereas when I talk to husbands, husbands are always in the mood to yeah. talk about their wives.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, because you're talking about like, other feelings. Yeah. When they're talking to you, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. It's like, oh, oh, okay, thank you. And then what do you say? Yeah. I want to see you right now, every day, every day. No, that's not what I want. And I'm not trying to fake that either.
0: Right. And when you talk to the husband, it's f- like, well, then, we, what, the, then what do you want to do with her? Yeah. So it, it, like, you can... You know, and then I'm, they come
1: back to bed with us and say, yeah. baby, you know, I'm all heated up. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, <laughs> it's funny, like, the women are so much eas- or better at compartmentalizing. All
1: we this. have to. Like, That's okay, like... I'm in
0: mommy mode or I'm in work mode. Right. I've had, I've had conversations with husbands where, you know, we're saying naughty, filthy stuff, and they're in, like, a meeting at work. Yeah. You know, like, like it doesn't matter where, like, they could be in a doctor's office. They could be at the kid's basketball game. <laughs> like... You know, all I got to do is say, hey, man, what's your wife wearing today? And that's like the switch. It. And, they're, and they're ready to talk about it. Like, oh, I can't wait to see you with her again. I can't <laughs> no, wait see, to see I've
1: you. I've been on a, a uh, group text like that. Yeah. And I see them going back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, fellas, I, I don't need to be involved in this. This is obviously between you two. <laughs> and then some of the pictures that go back and forth, I find disgusting. And I'm like, I don't need to see all that.
0: You Personally, like, I enjoy doing it because... I look at them as a couple, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that for you, there's a mental and a physical component to mm-hmm. this. You, know, you get your certain level of mental stimulation, but then you have that physical component when you're actually with your bull, and you mm-hmm. get to exchange that energy, and you're feeling him, and he's feeling you, right. and it's been so long, and you get to kind of have that release moment, whereas for the husband, it's like 99% mental. Yeah. So they're like always. Always thinking about it. They're always thinking about it. They're always wondering. Like, even if they're not thinking about it, it doesn't take much to bring them back to thinking about it, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm never going to talk a husband to death. Mm -hmm. Like a husband is never going to tell me, okay, let's change the subject. Right. (laughs) Like I said, whereas a wife, she can get to the point where she's like, okay, this is what we talked about yesterday. Yeah. And for me, like I don't I don't even want to get her to that point. So I'll talk to her, but I'm very mindful of you, like I know it can't be all yeah. Like like I, I talk to her about other things like like, mm-hmm. like you know, you hung out with your friends, what'd you do, how exactly. it work you know, you know, movies you saw, TV shows exactly. you saw. Don't make you know, it how just about yeah, because the sex. They, yeah, it can't be sex
2: mm-hmm.
0: all the time. Husbands don't have that problem. <laughs> I've I've (laughs) had couples that I've dealt with where we'll talk about, you know, sexual situations with his wife, like every single day for like, like weeks, like I could show you messages Mm -hmm. where it's like, wow, y'all talk about this because I know he's never going to get tired of it. And for somebody like me, I'm so into the cerebral side of all of this. I want to know what you were thinking, what she was thinking. And I know that they're never going to get tired of it. Mm-hmm. It can go on and on and on and on. So I was just kind of curious to hear you kind of co-sign, you know, on that as far as, yeah, as a guy, you know, as a boy, it can get to the point where it's too much.
1: Yeah. Huh. It's like having an affair and you're not looking to have an affair. So it's like, I, I don't need to talk to you every day. <laughs> you
0: <know? laughs> so mm-hmm. let me ask you, because I'm like I said, there there are a lot of like the way that I designed this podcast is I wanted it to be something that uh that couples could listen to together mm-hmm. and then, after they listen to it, they could have a discussion about it, you know, talk about what you know what they heard and what they agree with and what they disagree with and 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 what their own particular you mm-hmm. know viewpoints are, so understanding that there are a number of women who are out there listening to you, you know who are either experienced in this or just cutting their teeth in it as far as when you look for a bull like what what qualities are important to you
1: well you know everybody wants the great hot looking bull and everything so that's an obvious one but usually when you get together it's not like you're like okay jump in my bed and it's over and then it would just be the physical you Mm. usually meet you talk to somebody and if you don't connect with the person, if you don't like the conversation, you don't feel comfortable with them, then you don't have to go there. You don't have to go any any further. And for me, I I like to be able to have an intelligent conversation with somebody. Mm -hmm. Because if I am going to talk to them again, if I'm going Mm -hmm. to keep seeing them, if my husband's going to keep texting and talking to them, I want it to be somebody who's interesting, that I want to know more about them, that I don't mind having a conversation with them. So it's like, you know, once you get past the first physical thing, that becomes the most important thing to me. Like, what kind of person are you? You know, I don't want to be talking to some idiot. I don't want, I don't know. And I hate to say that, but it's true. Like that's <laughs> that becomes a turn off. And again, I'm, you know, I'm I'm older now. I'm not 20 years old where it doesn't matter. You're just having right. a good time. You know, be somebody I can chat with. <laughs> yeah.
0: So. This is something that I'm curious to to ask you, um, just because it's, you know, hosting parties, I get to see this in, in in so many different forms, but it's it's always kind of the same thing and it always makes me smile when I see it. And that is how confident women who are in cuckold relationships are, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you know, you have your days where you don't feel quite as hot as you, you know, as you would like to, but I think for the most part, they are some of the most confident women, Mm -hmm. you know, that I've met. And, you know, one of the things that pretty much every cuckold couple I've ever encountered, one of the traits that all the husbands share is they all feel that their wife is the best thing since sliced bread. Mm -hmm. Like, they all feel like they truly do...
1: Adore their wives.
0: Adore is even not strong enough a word. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, what they have and what they feel towards their wives... It's palpable, like you can you can feel Mm -hmm. it, like and and you can see her feeding off of it. So the question that I would direct towards you is, how has it changed? How has you know being married to a cuckold? How has it changed the way that you see yourself, as far as your your confidence and your strength and your beauty? Like how has it affected that?
1: It's definitely affected my confidence. I feel more confident. I I feel more beautiful. I feel. Accepted for who I am what I look like whatever shape I am, you know, oh, I'm fat. I gained too much weight You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen and it's like I believe him when he says that to me mm-hmm. Be- And not just because he says and I'm being naive But I see it in the way he acts with me the way he treats me the way he holds me the way he kisses me the way He touches me everything so it's given me that confidence. I'm like, I, I'm I'm beautiful I guess at least in his eyes, right, and that's all that matters so it, it it's really brought us a lot closer together, and I feel better about myself. And, and it doesn't hurt to have know.
0: all these like bulls telling you how hard you make their. Oh
1: yeah! Oh <laughs> hell no! So you're getting hell it from. No. You're
0: getting it from.
1: Right, from, right. From both sides. Yeah, and it's and it's funny, and I'm not saying this like to toot my own horn, but I've had a lot of like boyfriends, not even boyfriends. It's just I had dated a lot, and so those guys made me feel beautiful too. But. Again, I'm older now. Mm-hmm. And so I have my husband who's telling me how beautiful I am. And I have these guys saying that. And I'm like, okay, so you can be beautiful at any age. You don't have to be a Kim Kardashian to have, be a size like your finger. And, right. you, you know, it's like you can be beautiful at, any, at every age. And I have to say, another thing that's made me very confident are the other women. Mm-hmm. Because Explain that. Because one of the things in the very beginning, even with the swing life, when we first started to go out, I had this image and watching those shows. You know how it is with shows. They pick the most beautiful women, right. the most you know. So I'm watching these shows. I'm like, all oh, these girls are like really thin, have these big fake boobs and everything. I mean, I've got big boobs, but they're not hanging up there like these <laughs> women, you know. you
0: kind of having that that tussle with gravity. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, it's natural, that's what right. happens. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I go to these parties and I'd see that they're women just like me. They're not all six feet tall, a size zero. It's like beautiful women being proud of their bodies no matter what they are, wearing the clothes that accentuates everything that you love about your own body. And they gave me the confidence to feel comfortable in something that I wear sexy like that, too. Mm -hmm. You know, again, at this age. So you find the women will find strength together. Once we start talking like at this party, the women will get together and talk about and we'll talk about dad, girl, I need a new bra. My boobs are hanging. Low. But then <laughs> you, we also say that dress looks so good on you. Where did you get that brother? That- oh, you know what? And then you see how we all feel beautiful. We're all there dressed in our, our finest, sexy right. stuff and we feel good. And then we've got all these men around us who can't wait to just <laughs> throw us down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, damn, what's here. better than that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, one thing that I, I would kind of like to get your input on, just to get a, a woman's perspective on it, you, you find people that say different things. And whenever I meet a couple, whether online or, or in real life, you know, I always ask, how did you get into this lifestyle, whether it's through hot wiping, you know, or, or cuckolding? And nine times out of 10, it was the, the husband's idea initially, understandably so because like like i've often said especially for those who don't know I, I am a black man so especially when you're dealing with the interracial aspect of the last like i can understand why even if a wife is thinking it she won't say anything about it mm-hmm. because what if he's not into right. it? right you know if he if, like once you <laughs> let that cat out of the bag that oh mm-hmm. I, w- I would love to sleep with the black guy if mm-hmm. he's not with it you're never going to even be able to watch sports again because (laughs) anytime he sees you looking at basketball or football, you know, in his mind he's going to be like, oh, you want to screw that guy, don't Mm -hmm. you? You know, and it's going to cause problems. So I completely understand, you know, why more often than not it's the men who bring it up. Mm -hmm. The, The question that I'm getting to is, for a lot of couples I've met, when she first starts doing it, like the very first experience she has, oftentimes she's doing it because she understands that it'll make him happy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I've I've kind of seen different perspectives on it where some people are like, you shouldn't do that. Like, if it's for him, you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And my theory has always been, that's fine the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, if her only reason why she's meeting this guy is because she knows that it turns you on and she wants to make you happy... I don't personally, I don't see anything wrong with that because Mm -hmm. it's almost like trying to get somebody to taste something that you know that you you feel strongly that they would enjoy, Mm -hmm. but they're just really reluctant to try it. And you're like, please just taste it. Mm -hmm. If you know, just taste it. Well, I'm only going to taste it for you. Fine. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Just taste it, it. it, you know? Right. So I don't really see anything wrong with if you want to look at this way for using her love for you as a way to get her into the bed with somebody else, Mm -hmm. as long as you're willing to accept the fact that if she doesn't, if it's not a pleasurable experience for her, or if it's something that she doesn't want to repeat, you have to let it go. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I don't see anything from a moral standpoint wrong with if that's her sole motivation, if her sole motivation is, I'm only doing this to make you happy,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's fine for the first time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But if she's not happy with it, in other words, you don't get to play that card twice. Right. right. Because now it's, now it's taking on a more selfish kind right. of tone, which is why I always tell people, you've got that one card. So if you're going to play it, if you're going to play that card of, she's doing this because she loves me and she wants to make me happy you bet to make sure that that guy is as much of a ringer as a ringer can possibly be. Yep. So I'm just curious, as a wife in this type of dynamic, do you agree with that? Do you, like is, Does that rub you the wrong way? Where there's if there's a husband who is, it, it sounds so cruddy, but who's using his wife's love for him and her desire to please him as a way to get her to take that first step, or is that something that, you don't see anything wrong with
1: um it all depends on the people like i've i feel both ways about it because mm. first of all there's so much pressure on women and always has been to how we're supposed to act you know sexually and with everything else so you have to make sure that it's something that she's going to feel comfortable with and like you said it's the one card you have right so make sure have that dialogue with her like all right, if you were to do this, who would be the ideal person? Where would you want it to be? Because that's important to you. Know, right. Don't take her to some motel or the back of a car. <laughs> unless she's into that. You know, unless she's yeah, into that. Yeah, if yeah, she no, says, let's you, let's know what, honest, you know what? I'm I saying. always wanted some to find this Exactly. Some people like it stop. dirty. Exactly. Some people
0: like the cheap motel. Yeah. well, try that aspect. <laughs> Say,
1: what is your fantasy? Do you want the cheap motel? How would you like it done? Mm-hmm. And have her explore that for herself. Say, you know what? Okay, I'll compromise if... You know, all right, we'll do it next time we go on vacation to Hawaii and you're going to leave me alone and doing, okay, great, I'll do that. You know, give her a chance to do it the way that she wants so she feels as comfortable as possible. Because like I said, as women, there's so much pressure on how we need to behave as women. We're still, we still can't be really sexual out in public. Mm. You know, people look at you funny. So give her the chance to be comfortable with it and not feel like she is just being used just for your pleasure, you know? T- Tell her it's about her pleasure, too. What would you like? Do you want a certain kind of guy? Do you want him to do this and that? Do you, do you want him to give you a massage first? Make it as pleasurable for her as possible and let her pick the person. Don't be like, I found this guy here. Try this out. What do you think of this and that? Like, my husband would look online and he'd be like, what do you think of this guy? And I'd be like, oh, dad, okay. You know, mm. he, looks, he looks interesting. You know, and then we get to know them and talk to them. And some people it's worked out, some it hasn't. You have to feel comfortable with it from the woman's point. You have to feel comfortable with it, so because then you'll end up resenting him as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, you don't, definitely don't. Right. Definitely don't want that. Uh, so let me ask you this: knowing that, like I said, you have this audience of of, of women who are listening to you, what would your message be to them? Like, you, I want you to talk directly to them because they're they're listening to you. Mm-hmm. You know, they're. I guarantee you, they're they're hanging on your every word because for many of them, this is probably the first chance they've ever had to actually hear from a woman's perspective, you know, what this lifestyle is about and the effect that it has and how it makes you feel. So, you know, what would you say to your sisters in this lifestyle? Like, you you have the floor, say whatever you want, express yourself however you want, knowing that, you know, that, that they're out there listening to you.
1: I would say that I don't think any woman will ever feel 100% comfortable with it because there's always something that is going to pull at your, the way you're going to be viewed as a, as a woman mm-hmm. by your husband, by the bull, by everybody at the party. There's always going to be something. In your background and how you were raised, you know, you went to church and you, you know, you're going to hell. That, you Good know, girls that girls don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I went to Catholic school. I went through all of that. I wore the uniform, and then I heard the fantasies about uniforms. Oh, yeah, so you yeah, know, that's, it's that's, like you're
0: torn. That, that, that's another topic for another day. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> But you're torn as as a woman. Look how we're treated now And the whole Me Too movement. It's like a lot of things come out and how we feel about each other and what's uh, ourselves. I should say, and what's acceptable. So. We probably will never feel 100% comfortable with the things we do. But you have to do the things that, the, only the things that are going to feel comfortable to you. And if you try something that doesn't work, then don't do it again. It's not, it's not worth putting yourself down. And if your husband does love you that much, he's going to have to compromise a bit with it as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's all about dialogue, communication, and being able to live with the choice that you make. Think about it, talk a lot about it. And, you know, in all honesty too, on the other side, go have a good time. If you have this opportunity and you can do this and you are okay with it, go ahead, have some fun. I've, I've had I've had a lot of fun with a lot of different guys. I've had some amazing sex. And felt like this beautiful you were talking about being confident I Mm -hmm. felt like this beautiful porn star putting on a show for my husband and he loved it he was he was thrilled and to see the man I love be so happy made me happy so it ended up it ended up being a fantastic experience it was a lot of fun so if you can go ahead and do and you can get into it have a blast Go, go do the guys, the fantasy guys that you 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 know, I'm serious. Like you were saying about the interracial parties, there are a right. lot of women who wanna have sex with black guys all the time. Go ahead, try it out. If your husband says you're he's okay, you know, he's the one who said it, have some fun with it, you know, enjoy it. Whatever your fantasy is, just try it out. I'm a firm believer that everybody's got their little fantasy, got their little freaky side. Do your do yours. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> why not yeah explore it have fun with it like i said i have a great time so like i said you might never feel a hundred percent comfortable with it but Mm. the parts that you can go for it you you will enjoy it. your husband will and it really does make your relationship a lot tighter
0: wonderful wonderful now one thing i do want to get to before uh before we get out of here is you know like i said you guys are have been wonderful as far as letting us you know, host our cuckold parties here. So I, I know that you guys enjoy chastity play.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So my question to you is, what does it feel like? Like, how would you describe, the <laughs> as her husband walks by the room,
1: <laughs> hey, baby. In the cage,
0: <laughs> what does it make you feel like when you see him locked up and you have the keys somewhere on your person like like how would yeah. you just des- how would you describe that feeling of It's
1: exciting actually because again it's like I feel empowered I feel beautiful I know that he's doing that because he's so excited about watching me with somebody else mm-hmm. and so that turns me on and I just I end up really loving it and it's it's a party atmosphere everyone is of the same mind too. Right. So there's none of that uncomfortable stuff. Like I said, you gotta get past that and go to the part you like. And uh so it's it's fun. I'll be with the other women but like, yeah, that's you know, that's my bull, that's my man over there with the, you know, like <laughs> <the C-dron laughs> And you know, it, it ends up being very exciting and fun. And you could just let your inner demon out and Let your freak flag fly. Yeah, exactly. say, say that
0: three times real fast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try. I do know me. Like at some of the parties, and I have all the guys take their shirts off. It's mm-hmm. like that's part of my fantasy. Let me see all the guys strip since all the women are walking around their stuff. <laughs> there
0: you go. There you have it. Well, I- I'm sure you can see that we could go on talking about this forever. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we we do have a party this evening that that we need to get ready for, and you know, guests are going to start arriving shortly. So from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you. Like I said, you were my first guest. So no matter what this show eventually becomes, mm-hmm. you will always be my first guest.
1: Well, thank you for having me. You know,
0: and hopefully you'll be a recurring guest because I'm sure, sure. People, you know, I know I've enjoyed listening to you and I know that other people are going to want to hear more of what you have to say on, on other topics. So, like I said, on behalf of myself, the Keys and Anchovies podcast, all our listeners, I want to thank you, Miss P.
2: You're <laughs> welcome
0: for uh, for gracing us with your presence. And um, let's go have some fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tonight is definitely about fun. So now, yeah. now the now the really fun part of the of the of the night uh, starts. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there are probably some people wondering, like, I wonder if he and her have. We're not going to tell you that just now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on yeah, that information. Yeah, you got to come
1: to one of the parties. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I have to say, for your you know, the way Mike does this at the parties, if you have a chance to go to one of his parties, I don't know if you advertise on here, it's a fantastic way to meet people. You could come and talk to us mm-hmm. and. Everybody is very open and honest because where else can you talk about these things? Nowhere. <laughs> so you come here and you just you talk about things. Some things are, are new. Some things you can shed light on. So if you have a chance to go to one of Mike's parties, please do so. Even if you don't mess around, the things that you learn and the other people you speak to, it's, it makes a, it makes such a difference in how you view everything.
0: Well, thank you very much. But Let me let me give you your cut for that for saying that.
1: Oh, wait, thank wait. You. I think you're missing a couple hundred there. Yeah, yeah A couple more are, there, yeah. <laughs> <go.
0: laughs> well, again, I want to thank you. And uh, like I said, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up so we can go ahead and get our, our party night started. I want to thank everybody for being a part of it. Thanks, everyone.